All right, y'all, welcome back to another episode of The Bunt. And you know what time it is. We brought to you by the number one shoe in skateboarding, Vans, baby. Bow, 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 bow. Lay that nigga down, AKO that 40 round. And this week, <laughs> you know we're talking about the Ultra Range Pro again, because it's about to be the number one shoe in skateboarding. And I'm down here in California this week. I'm going to need that Ultra HD Kush to be hopping on them biggins, dog. The Ultra Range Pro is the solution to Vans top athletes like Donovan Jones himself who need that lightweight comfort that will take you to your moment of progression and back. It's featuring a brand new Ultra Kush light midsole compound offering the ultimate in impact cushioning. And you know we love our Duracap over here at the Bunt. Out here in LA, I'm going after all the top spots. I'm talking Wilshire, Hollywood, no spot is safe because I got the Ultra Range Pro on my feet. Right now I'm rocking the crispy white and gray colorway and who knows where I'm going to go next. God damn, Dono, I can't wait to see you grace the cover of Thrasher in that Ultra Range Pro. <laughs> so yo, get your butts over to Vans.ca, get yourself a pair of Ultra Range Pros today vans.ca and in-store at finer skate shops worldwide i am playing games out here dog vans off the wall since 1960 motherfucking six drop that bitch and now live from studio e the bunt with safer and donovan Welcome back inside Studio E. It's episode five of season five. As always, I'm D Jones. He's the ghost. We got Rance one behind the scenes. I know I'm going to hear it a lot this week because he's laying a whooping on me. Like, is Zeke Elliott going to get suspended or what, for fuck's sakes, man? I can't deal with this shit anymore. It's a cool thing. Real shit. What it is, what it is. My dog, what's popping this week? You got Darren McFadden. I've got Alfred Morris. For fuck's sake, Zeke laid a whooping on your ass. <laughs> Let us. Go. Can someone eat other than Zeke? Uh, no. But anyways, yeah, we out here. We glad to be back. And this week we got a special guest in the building. You know we love our fantasy football, and it was only a matter of time till we found another skater with the same passion for the game. And uh, it's none other than Robbie Brockle, the tight end himself. <laughs> He's a beast on a board and probably would be on a football field. We're gonna get into that. Then we moving on to, you know what I'm saying, our favorite, the post office. And then as always, the rundown, baby. Before we get into all that, make sure to like us on Facebook at The Bunt. Follow us on Instagram at The Bunt Live. Keep firing over those emails at thebuntlive at gmail.com. Everyone's welcome to go at Ludovic Lolinga. In fact, we encourage it. And man, dude, our website is, it's popping harder than the instant and all that these days. What's popping on there this week? Oh, that's some real shit. You know what I'm saying? If you haven't been, you're blowing it. We got Ryan DeRoche. We got Johnny Purcell interviews. And by the time this comes out, our boy Keith Henry, you dig? Photographer slash kickflipper extraordinaire. Big Diesel in the building. Super excited for that one. And uh, so this week we got Robbie Brockle on the show. The guy looks like he could be in the NFL. Skates like he could be in the NFL. Lord knows my fantasy football team could probably use him suiting up for him. So whenever you're ready, Robbie. You already know Robbie's pro for Circa and real skateboards, doing it real big. Everyone just go watch Surveillance. Everyone go watch the Surveillance part as a nice reminder. That shit's off the chain. Matter of fact, let's watch that part again with a cold steam whistle, you dang. You know my sober streak's over. Ghosts, we know it better than anyone. There is nothing better than a fridge full of those beautiful green cans filled with Canada's premium Pilsner. And week after week, we just cracking them open one after the other. Steam whistle, the premium buzz you're looking for. y'all we got robbie brockle in the building what's going on my man not a whole lot just kicking it right now at the crib got back from skating a little bit ago glad to be here so we start every episode off the same hit us with your favorite skate and sports moment well favorite skate moment would probably just be getting surprised going pro for real skateboards 
That's a pretty big one. Yeah, personal, personal favorite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then uh, favorite sports moment, I would say, because uh, my brother used to play college football in Boise State, mm-hmm. and uh, there was like a nail-biter game when they played Oklahoma in a Fiesta Bowl, and they won, you know, with a couple seconds left on a trick play, and I was just like being there and seeing that. It was just, it was rad. Damn. Football's big down there, man. We don't uh, we don't feel that like college and, and high school football hype, but I can only imagine. Yeah, that's turned up, yo. All right, yo. So tell us a little bit about growing up in Phoenix. Damn, it's sunny down there. And uh, how'd you oh, get yeah. into skating? Well, uh, I got into skating. I used to play travel ice hockey, and my friend Chase he skated the whole time. And then one day we were just messing around on his board, and I was like, Yo, you got an extra one that you can maybe set up for me because I'm getting into this, you know. And they got me one, and we would just, since we played travel hockey, we'd just be traveling. And in between our games and stuff, we'd just be skating around. So he got me into skating for sure. Damn, that's dope. Was your coach uh, was your coach bummed on the skating? I used to play ball and bring my board around and always get in trouble for skating between games. It was weird. None of, none of my coaches really cared that much. And then when, as we got older, we had a, a former NHL player coach, Jimmy Johnson. Sick. He's like an assistant head coach of a different team now. But uh, yeah, he was bossing us around, and then we played up a di- like a up a division. I was just getting lit up, and I was like a smaller dude back then. So I was just like, I'm not even really having that much fun anymore. This dude doesn't want me skating, like whatever. So then I ended up quitting that year, and then just kept skating. Damn, that's crazy. Growing up playing hockey in Arizona, they got a big hockey scene down there, or what? Yeah, surprisingly, they do. They got a whole bunch of rinks around. Dude, the the king of Toronto right now is from from arizona glendale i think austin matthews plays for the maple oh, leafs I, yeah he got drafted like number one overall. first like, overall yeah the maple leafs before. took him and he's absolutely killing it yeah and in his first game he scored like four goals yeah four like, first goal. game four goals i was like i was like who is this dude and i looked him up and i was like oh shit he's from glendale i was like no way <laughs> and he used to play at like one of the rinks that we would have to go to like the ice den or whatever it was, it was pretty crazy that is my dog right there. We've played five games so far this season, and he's got two overtime goals already. Jeez. Oh, he's no way. Nails. Yeah, he's killing it. <laughs> he's going to be the highest paid player in the league. Watch. That's beast. Yeah, you never know what, you, you never know what the drafts, if you're going to get like that franchise player or just, just like, another guy, yeah. for failure. <laughs> he's, this guy's the real deal, that's for sure. Imagine you had to draft skaters. That'd be so funny. Your first pick overall would be so nerve-wracking. From the skate park at age 15. <laughs> Oh, like young kids? Yeah. Like Nike and Adidas and cons hold the draft? Yeah, you just go to like a con, you go to a contest and you're like, all right, well, that dude's on my team, this dude's <laughs> on my team. And if your team has like the overall most points, that actually be pretty funny. Sign contracts? I guess it kind of does yeah. happen with just being flow. There's like, just like no timetable. Like, yeah, Tampa Am shit. Whoever finds them first. But it, an actual draft, like everyone in a room would be so jokes. <laughs> first overall got the pick, whiteboard baby. out writing names down <laughs> yeah. if you got first overall pick in skateboarding who are you taking young Ashad Ware man that's true how about yourself I'd probably do this, the same he's people's champ he can skate everything he's best it's actually hard not to yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like trying to think to be different like Tiago or something but nah probably Ashad so who was your first sponsor and how did you start getting hooked up my first sponsor was a local skate shop in Arizona Cowtown and whatever I got on the t- like started skating with all the guys on the team and everything and then they wanted to put me on and then through there just networking with people and since they're a respected skate shop and know a ton of people they kind of got my foot in the door yeah and then it was just like after that uh I won like a Phoenix Am best trick and I was already riding real boards and then Jim hit up Laura from Cowtown I was like oh yeah can you send us this footage and then that's how I started getting flowed from real that's what we're gonna say it seemed like you went famous off that brockle flip at at Phoenix Am <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, is that a Brockle flip or a Mark Johnson Blizzard flip? I'm sure it has a few different names. Oh, wait, no, Blizzard flips back 360 kickflip, or is it? Yeah, that's what he did. Or just spin 360 kickflip. Yeah, yeah. But I remember Mark Johnson did that in something, and then I've seen. And know what's funny is, is me and my friend because we used to work at the skate shop, and Mark Johnson did it, and it was like a girl chocolate tour video. He did it on a pyramid hip, and I was like, "Whoa, yeah, that yeah. was insane!" And then that night, we went to the park and tried to learn him on the pyramid hip. <laughs> so it was a little, little Mark Johnson inspo there. Yeah, I me- yeah, I remember that. And Aiden, our buddy Aiden Johnson, was doing them on hips up here in Canada too. 
but I swear he did Sick. them like before we saw Mark Johnson's. Aiden did. Yeah, so I, I was calling out Mark Johnson. I was like, yo, that ain't no Mark Johnson flip. <laughs> <clears throat> what do you call it when you do it? You don't refer to it as a as a Brockle flip, oh, that's no. for sure. I just I just say bigger flip. Yeah, okay. Safe route. It was funny, too, because uh, Tori Pudwell had one once, like, in a video part or whatever, and then he called it the Grizzly flip, and I was like... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like... I was like, I don't know, bud. And then, like, he posted one on his page, like, on his Instagram one day, like, Grizzly Flip. And then these kids were tagging me and stuff. And I was like, damn, should I start some internet beef right now? <laughs> yeah, well, the cut eye there like, on the Grizzly Flip said it all, man. I uh, wish the, the listeners could have seen your face when you said Grizzly Flip. I'm pretty sure in I had a sequence in Thrasher doing it on, like, a double set. And it, in the caption, it said Brockle Flip. So I'm like, it's printed. Come on. Like, you can't be stealing. <laughs> 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 I'm just kidding. Uh, it's late to the party. Yeah, enough respect. If once Thrasher prints it, you know what I'm saying? It's pretty official. Done deal. A couple weeks ago, your boy Windsor James was on the show, and he's talking about a Windsor grind. Nolly <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. backside low seat. I heard about that. I was like, oh, my God. Uh, he's talking big about his Nolly backside low seas. Talking about a Windsor yeah. grind. <laughs> Keep dreaming, bud. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, oh, you man. gave him some some real hell for those low C grinds, man. What were you saying? You just like just do the overcrook? Yeah, I was just like, come on, dog. No one wants to see this fucking glorified Willy grind. Glor- yeah, exactly. <laughs> Willy grinds are trife as hell. <laughs> so nollying into him doesn't make him that much better. But I got nothing but love and respect for Windsor. But yeah, just ain't down with that trick. Let's keep the overcrooks popping. I feel you. <laughs> you. You fuck with the low C grinds or what? The only one that I like, I don't know, it's not even low, like, it's the fakey hurricane. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, I like that one because it looks looks good frontside or backside, and you're, like, really locked in there. Well, half Some people out. just do these low C grinds, just, yeah, super droopy, and it looks like you just did a shitty nose grind and fucked up or overshot a 50-50 or something. <laughs> Mike Carroll's first one That's we saw. That's what I was going to say, yeah. I remember BA did one, too, that was super sick, too. Yeah, yeah no, that's definitely not illegal at all. Pierce D's <laughs> Windsor yeah. step your game up safest seal of approval yeah, it's essential so yo we fucking heard your brother played in the NFL how yep. fucking crazy is that growing up and uh, seeing your brother make the big league dog oh it was it was insane and the funny thing is like he wanted to be a professional or you know he dreamed of being a professional basketball player and he got to high school and they were like damn you're really fast you should play fo- football and then he was like Sure, as long as it doesn't interfere with basketball. So he goes, plays football in high school, and then all of a sudden he just got super big and then, like, started sucking at basketball. <laughs> but then, like, one game, too, like, he just missed a slam dunk, just smashed it into the rim because he was getting all ripped and big. But then, then yeah, he got a full-ride scholarship God, to Boise damn. State. And then damn. went on from there. But, yeah, he played for the Carolina Panthers for five years. Wow. That is insane, man. What was – did he get drafted? What was the draft process like? He didn't like he didn't get invited to the combine or the draft. Mm-hmm. Like he went undrafted because they had him listed as like I think they might have had him listed as like a fullback and you know, teams don't really use fullbacks. But yeah. he was, but he's whenever he played for the Panthers he was listed as a tight end, but he was just like a hybrid player. He would line up in the backfield or split out wide or he was all over the place. A utility guy. Yeah, always starting every game on special teams and then yeah, he ended up scoring a t- uh, touchdown on a trick play for the Panthers Damn. one year against the Texans. Yeah. Wow. Watch dude, the, we watched a little interview with him today just to get familiar. Sick. He's a boss. The, the NFL draft is something that is, is crazy. It would have been sick if to go in through the draft. Yeah, he got uh, like undrafted free agent to the Chargers at first, and then he got hurt in training camp, and then it was like then Ron Rivera went over to the Panthers and brought him over there. What? So the coach was like, you're coming with me. Yeah, exactly, because he just liked that he could play so many different positions and everything like that because – it's, it's kind of rare in the NFL to have someone like that could do a whole bunch of four to the team. Yeah. And, you know, like not take up a huge budget. <laughs> yeah. What years was he in the league? I want to look up some highlights. Yeah, if you YouTube that, like Carolina Panthers trick play, you could definitely find it. So he's been playing with Cam Newton then, right? That's what it was. Like they snapped it to Cam Newton and he rolled out to the right. Or no, they snapped it to my brother. <laughs> 
but everyone thought Cam had it and rolled to the right, so the whole entire line went Cam's way because, you know, he's got 51 rushing yeah. touchdowns. So it's like all, all eyes on him, and then my brother was going the other way with the ball. So sick. Did he have a touchdown yeah. celebration? No. Damn. He just spiked the ball. <laughs> That's the classic <laughs> I wish one. Tr- I wish he would have tried to dance or something. You can always tell, players. like, the guys who expect to score touchdowns and the ones who don't if they have, like, yeah. some sort of plan. <laughs> yeah. I like that they brought it back that the teams could celebrate together now again. That's what yeah. we were saying today. It's actually hilarious, man. Like, some of the choreographed yeah. stuff. The best is just picturing these grown-ass huge men, like, practicing this at home or whatever yeah, like, in the, like in yeah or like in the locker room like in the routine down or something be. <laughs> antonio browns was wild as hell you never know what that guy's gonna do man oh yeah twerking whatever <laughs> who knows so since your brother was a pro playing in the nfl you, you probably had a, a sports family going on over there. Did you ever give football a try yourself? You look pretty beastly. You might have been able to get in the league. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was weird. I, yeah, I never got into football until he started playing it. And then, like, all of a sudden, then I found a passion for it. But, yeah, in high school, I was just long hair, just wanted to skate, and didn't want to be involved in any sports or anything. Yeah. But, yeah, every every coach at the school was trying to get me to come out for to play, like, basketball or football or anything. They can get track and field, whatever. And, mm-hmm. yeah, I was just, at the time, I just wanted to skate, so. It must be frustrating for coaches at school to see, like, actual athletes skating and not wanting to play, and they're like, <laughs> oh we need God. you, dog. Yeah, they were, they were probably pissed. And, like, half the teachers at my school called me Richie. Like, no one, like, everybody <laughs> called me Robbie. I was just because he was just a star, you know. Yeah. Like even I read like a uh, article in like AZ Central recently, and he was like top ten tight end in Arizona history. He was like number nine, like with like Todd Heap and all those guys. Like so, he was a big deal at school for sure. Wow! Did he go to the Super Bowl two years ago? That was the, that was the last year he played, and he got hurt that year. Oh! And then so he like hurt his shoulder, like nothing even bad, but he was out for a couple games. But then they got they had a whole bunch of other injuries and they had to bring players in so they were like fuck what do we like they had to put him on ir so he was sitting there but he was getting checked so he wasn't even worried about it damn <laughs> man like was he was he with the team like super bowl day and shit no he was at home and then like eventually they ended up they cut him because i was like the last year of his contract mm-hmm. and then like right after he got cut he was like oh i can go try out for another team or whatever you know next year and keep playing and then he had then he ended up having a kid and he was like i think i'm done like oh. my body hurts and i just want to move on to the next chapter in my life dude tight end you get banged up at that position yeah he was just saying his feet were killing him and just everything every snap you're either blocking or like catching a pass right in the middle yeah exactly if you look at like the gronk what he has to wear to just play now it's insane oh yeah he just looks like he's in like a knight in armor you're like <laughs> what the hell it's like the mountain from Game of Thrones, man. <laughs> completely yeah. padded up. Him and J.J. Watt, yeah, they always look like they're in pain. Yeah, can't be easy. So me and you, uh, I think we have something in common, and we have a crush on the star of Monday Night Football, John Gruden. Tell us about your love for John. Oh, yeah, he's my favorite. He has, like, this fake Twitter, and it's it's hilarious. I got to try to find one of them right now. Like, And then you just always read it out in his voice, but... But I just love like listening to him because you're like, well, this dude's so passionate about what he does, and he's calling plays out before it even happened. You got a couple tweets for us from the fake John Gruden? Yeah, he was just like, Wilson TD pass to Wilson with a football made by Wilson? Wow. I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight trying to comprehend that, man. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, like, that's what he says on air, and you're just like, what the hell? How, how does he come up with this stuff? Yeah, he's hilarious. Um, speaking of teams, damn is this a skateboard interview, or are we just talking football all day? It's straight a bit, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're into fantasy football. Uh, tell us quickly what's happening with your team. How's your season coming along? It didn't start out so hot. Just, I mean, football's been crazy this year. All the good teams, like, like who thought the Patriots, the Patriots would have the worst defense in the league, and then the Jags have the best. You're like, this doesn't make any sense. So yeah. didn't start out so good, but, yeah, now I got Melvin Gordon as my running back, and lenard Fournette, and they're just going crazy so they're they're kind of holding my team together but i gotta step my wide receiver game up gotta make some trades happen <laughs> who else is in your league any any skaters we might know yeah uh james hardy's in the league davis torgerson like and then our 
our homie uh, Tim Fulton who films for Deluxe. Like we kind of got a little skateboard crew and then some other homies sprinkled in there. Hell yeah, that's what we like to hear, man. Shit, yeah, we we got to get Davis and James Hardy on the show. Oh yeah, they would be stoked. Yeah, wow, James Hardy's one of my favorite skaters, yo, all timer. Switch trade gang, oh, yeah. stand up, <laughs> you dig? <laughs> all right, so maybe we'll step away from uh, from football, but not head into directly into skating. A friend of uh, yours told us you have a pretty good bachelor party hangover story. Care to share it with the people? Oh, man, I don't know which one. <laughs> I just went to Davis's recently, and that one was bad. <laughs> but uh, last year, our friend Nick got married, and we went to, like, Laughlin and just partied, whatever, all weekend. And then that next morning, yeah, I had to fly. My October month was so screwed because then I had to just drive home from that get on a plane to philly and then after that i went home got on a plane to russia and after that i went got on a home like got home got on a plane to nicaragua where he got married and it was just like i was home for like 40 hours that month or something like that but yeah that morning of i was just so hungover and he handed me some pepto-bismol because i thought my stomach was messed up and then yeah i just ended up taking the pepto and just throwing up everywhere and then just having to drive three hours home and i was my friend's like how you doing i was like i think i'm about to cry right now i'm so hungover driving but yeah, it's always good times. But yeah, Davis got married last week, and, and we went out on a. Her, he got married the other day, but his bachelor party was earlier this month, and we went out on like a houseboat on Lake Lake Mead and had a good time. Definitely a couple morning. Those mornings didn't remember going to sleep. Just like everyone had photos of me like passed out in a weird part of the boat. And I was like, what the hell happened? And I was like, who put me like in the bed? Like, yeah, but good times. How do I always end up getting like bored drunk and the person getting married? Like, <laughs> this is their time to like completely go for it. But that's what's up, B. No holding back. My one month sober ends tonight at midnight, so might have to crack a couple extra steam whistles. You dig? <laughs> oh, I dig. Did you have a bet with someone or something? Oh, no, I had an ankle surgery and I just wanted to like purify my body and soul, you know? <laughs> just trying. <laughs> Try and heal faster and trying to be yeah, fucking no, drunk. Totally. There's no other reason, man. What? The big Mabel, maybe? Oh, yeah, yeah. I was getting chunky, too. I was getting fat. <laughs> but it's a distant memory now. Look at me, baby. <laughs> there you go. No one can look at you. <laughs> How many times do we have to go over this? I'm back, ladies and gentlemen and ladies. So we heard you have an obsession with fast food. Is that something you're still into? I mean, we're just talking about health right now. Have you stepped your health game up? Or are you still blacking out and eating fast food? I just, I don't know what happens, but everywhere I live, there's, on the corner, there's always a 24-hour Mexican food spot. So, <laughs> like, anytime you're, anytime you're getting home late, you're just like, yeah, I should probably eat a burrito right now. It sounds great. <laughs> and then you wake up in the morning, you're like, you're, like, hungry again. And you're like, I just wasted that money, and now my stomach's all fucked up. But, but yeah, I've been, I mellowed out a little bit. Because my roommate, like, Corey, he's, like, vegan, so we'll, whatever, we cook meals together throughout the week. But just sometimes you just, I don't know, you know, being a skateboarder, you're out all day, and you're just like, I'm starving, I'm just going to grab something over here, and then, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But but Taco Bell's my go-to. Oh, man, that's gross. <laughs> that's, a, that's a little one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I haven't had Taco Bell since, like, the last year of high school. Especially, oh, though, when you're traveling a lot and stuff, it ain't easy making meals. Oh, no, not at all. I mean, you eat, like, sometimes you go out to eat together or whatever, but after a long day, you're just crushing food because you've just been skating all day, burning everything mm -hmm. off. Yeah, it's definitely a major key having someone close to you in life that's, like, way healthier than you, and they sort of rub off on you a little bit. It's hard to stay consistent with it. You're like, all right, <laughs> I'm craving this right now. It's too easy to eat out. So Taco Bell is your go-to. What's one that you would never hit? Your least favorite? Arby's. Is Arby's, I, gonna, I think, is a Canadian thing, isn't it? No, Arby's is in the States. Really? Yeah, I guess I yeah, I never eat Arby's. Like, I think the last time I ate it was with my friend Jackson because we couldn't figure out what to eat. He was like, dude, let's eat Arby's. I was like, dude, I haven't had that in so long. Or actually KFC. I don't really fuck with KFC that much. Damn, yo. You going to come out my nuggets? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't eat they KFC make, either. Don't eat chicken nuggets? Oh, yeah, I don't eat KFC. I'm playing. <laughs> I'll dabble, man. I, I got a thing for Wendy's, dog. Whew. Oh man, that chicken over yeah, there is they're, nice. They're Those are the good nuggets right there, Wendy's. <laughs> that dollar menu, jeez. Yeah, you guys are gross, man. I'm about that fucking <laughs> quinoa and avocado. Sprinkle a little bit of bacon fat. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We heard you have a nickname. 
sus man how'd you get stuck with that i mean talking to you now is kind of starting to get the picture but uh tell us how you got that nickname i don't know I th- oh i think actually i think it all started because i saw like a photo of some dude's name and it said robert sussman and my first name is robert and everyone always is just like oh yeah you're, you're being sus or whatever and then like so everyone just started calling me sussman i was like what the fuck i was like i'm not that sus <laughs> but yeah i got like 50 nicknames though so uh, let's hear some of them i don't know how yeah some people call me bob rock or like justin brock calls me bob rock i don't know how that one started but then like the one that gets called the most is Big Rig. I think Gabe Morford started that one. That's, that's a, good a one. sick one. Yeah, I'd like having that one. You yeah, should, you could, that's a nickname you could take pride in. Yeah, yeah. The Sussman one, I don't take any pride in that one. <laughs> but yeah, Big it's R- good to have one or, one of both, I guess. Uh, trying to hit on a girl and someone just comes up, yo, Big Rig. That's respect. Let's go. Yeah, you're like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> if you're yeah. getting called sus, man, she's going to be looking at you. Cooking, <laughs> yeah, like, man. do I really want to hang out with this dude? <laughs> this, this guy's the big rig? All right, sounds good to me. <laughs> um, can you tell us about the Arizona legend, the chunk? What's the story behind that? Oh, man. That one, oh, man. She's not even that. All right, everyone, I hooked up with this girl, and her nickname happened to be the chunk, but she's not even, like, a big girl. It was just, like... <laughs> our friend Jackson, she was doing his homework for a while when we were young. And then like one day, like she was in his room doing his homework and they were hanging out. And I think she tried to hook up with him. And then like, he just came out of the room and was like, yo guys, it's like, there's a chunk in my bed. Like, I don't know how, like that's how it started. And everyone just nicknamed her the chunk, but she was, yeah, she wasn't the hottest, but you know, everyone's got a couple of those. Damn, I was going to say the big rig and the chunk sounds like a match made in heaven. Whoa, that kind of does actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing. Oh, yeah, big. <laughs> How quickly those stories combined. Big rig and the chunk. Yeah. Donald. The holidays are slowly creeping up on us, and yo, it's time to bundle up and buy presents for your friends. You know who just dropped their holiday line? Brixton, baby. Brixton's brand new holiday collection of apparel and headwear is now available. And now, man, we're just waiting for it to cool down because we're going to have one of those fresh Brixton jackets on our back all winter long. Reggie, I think you'd look good in the sprocket face mask beanie, repping that red, white, and blue. I mean, you're going to California, and what better place to wear a face mask than in the Cali sun? (laughs) It's a terrible thing to say that your friend would look good in a face mask, but I guess from you, any compliment is better than nothing. So thank you, and uh, I'll be definitely be putting one of those in your stocking for Christmas this year. Cannot wait, and uh, maybe throw in an Apex jacket too. Head over to Brixton.com, check out their new holiday collection. It's absolute fire, and you need to get yours now. Brixton.com, at Brixton on Instagram. So you look like you swallow spots whole. What are some of the advantages and disadvantages to being a big man on the board? I feel like I skate a lot of spots or taller for others or whatever mm-hmm. i don't know it's one advantage some disadvantages are sometimes i make spots look small or i don't know just uh rail sometimes rails feel like really low for me and i guess i probably I slam harder than some people too <laughs> <laughs> that's what i was gonna say the big rig must take a licking sometimes yeah definitely we're some big guys too so we feel that yeah how tall are yeah. you uh like six foot yeah okay yeah we feel you yeah, just watching your surveillance part, which is insane, by the way. Uh, thank you. And yeah, definitely feel you on uh, we, we all make spots look small sometimes. You got the Will Marshalls of the world making curbs look massive. And then we, yeah. we skate them big things, making them look like curbs. Yo, it's not fair. <laughs> it's not fair. <laughs> it's fucking bullshit. Yeah, and it hurts more that. to slam, like you said. Me and you are definitely out there skating them big things, man. Just making them look tiny. The big rig skating biggins, yo. Riding biggins, I mean, pun. The big rigs riding biggins. Spots like chunk. <laughs> not sure where you're going here. I lost myself. So what's happening over at Circa these days, man? Fucking, you're pro for Circa. What's good? We know you got Neen over there. What's happening? I haven't heard much from the Circa front these days. Yeah, we just, I mean, we did like a summer tour not too long ago and put a video out for it. It's just, yeah, the 
small shoe brands nowadays it's just like hard to get a huge market going like all the corporate brands you know mm-hmm. but yeah we're still making it happen and everything and get more trips going and whatnot so what's the team looking like over at circuit these days yeah me Neen, cole wilson kirby uh uh gravette those are like yeah that's five right now oh yeah sick gravette's a g skates the big ends with you huh oh yeah <laughs> he's not scared <laughs> they look they look bigger when he skates them though probably <laughs> yeah probably <laughs> you back nose blended a rail that would be like overhead height for some people but it just looks average to you it just looks normal and i'm like fuck i swear it was like a tall seven stair <laughs> <laughs> working extra hard man so what's next for robbie brockle currently uh yeah just working on an interview and just trying to always keep skating and filming clips try to get something else going but nothing like set in stone for it but eventually yeah they'll just probably like a real part and uh they'll probably see what's up with some other guys footage maybe make a little video and then uh yeah going on king of the road november 1st so yeah it's gonna be interesting damn ready to become a tv star yeah hopefully (laughs) (laughs) Uh, just just volunteer for the makeout challenge and you'll be famous in no time yeah i already like told everyone i was like yeah i'll just do whatever i'll sacrifice myself so oh that saying that for that is kind of gnarly because you might wake up with the tattoo of a dick on your head or something Rivet got a yeah, bad know, last right? season That's a, yeah the prank ones are fu- yeah i don't know about the butt chug or any of that stuff but <laughs> you said you'll sacrifice yourself yeah. now you want to take it back <laughs> <laughs> butt chug i don't want to say i'm yeah anonymous i think they took that one out of there but i mean i've gone on it two times before so i kind of know what i'm getting into right 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 is it shorter or longer than it used to be it seems like it's, yeah in the past it was only like 10 days and like you would go all the way across the country yeah you know what i mean so like yeah that was pretty harsh like this 14 hour night drives and you get a hotel for like a couple hours and just go right back to skating but now that it, like vice says it, it seems like way more mellow don't go as far either that's dope first class trip yeah right in, in comparison but, yeah and in, yeah in comparison to the past for sure so is it the real team and, and who else is going on we're trying to break news here on the podcast all right let's break some news yeah i don't even know if i'm allowed to say the news but whatever <laughs> uh and then it's foundation and element damn sick well, you got the pretty boys at element definitely gonna be public enemy number one. Oh yeah definitely with not with Nyjah. yeah I'm, I'm on team real for sure yo a- yo is antoine going no he's not i wish i haven't seen antoine in a while pussy yeah <laughs> pussy. <laughs> <laughs> that's sick man hype for for fucking next season of uh king of the road then yeah looking forward to it oh, good yeah, luck good luck don't chug beer up your ass <laughs> <laughs> uh my mom listens she won't she'll probably think I, i'm making that up but they actually do that on the thing i didn't just say yeah, that out I was, of nowhere i was thinking about it like i think my, my mom watched like the, the other two times i went and like one of them yeah i'm like skating naked or whatever and then like this one i'm like i might not tell my mom i'm going i might just tell her i'm going on a normal trip and she'd be like <laughs> okay cool just in case if i have to do something weird yeah and then if it's all good then you can show her yeah but then it just like pops yeah, up yeah, on a commercial want, like, on cable <laughs> she's just like watching coronation street or something and her son comes on drinking piss yeah i just couldn't imagine yeah drinking my piss or butt chugging and my brother and his wife are watching it like oh my god this is our family member (laughs) (laughs) he's coming to christmas (laughs) haha what's good y'all y'all know what time it is it's rapid fire with the ghost and this week we talking welcome skateboards and yo you already know my girl nora has a new pro board so get yours at local skate shops worldwide it's the fairy tale queen shape and it's 8.6 at its widest point you know what i'm saying you need that board asap for your wall or to shred it up get your nora board now let's do this y'all robbie you ready <laughs> Alright, yo, you know what time it is. <laughs> it's rapid fire, blood. You ready? Already. <laughs> Favorite skater? Grant Taylor. Favorite video? Let's say sight unseen. Favorite video part? Uh, any Kerchart part. 
Favorite style? Eyeshot. Hell yeah. Most talented skateboarder on planet Earth? Eyeshot as well. <laughs> Favorite trick? 360 flip. Not switch, though. What'd you say? Uh, I was like, not not switch, though. Not switch, Trey Gang. <laughs> Hardest trick for you? Say switch flips. Most illegal trick? Oof. Windsor grind? <laughs> I don't know. Everyone was doing the bean plants for a while, and I wasn't feeling them. Oh, yeah. Favorite clip you've ever gotten? Last trick in that video through and through that we put out. That was my favorite just because of all the... I, was like running off like no sleep and it was just a long story and just met my friend there and we just ended up, wor- ended up working out hell yeah i think one of my favorite clips of yours was uh that bunt favorite half gab heel in surveillance oh hell yeah thanks we love the half gab heels around here big fans <laughs> gnarliest trick you've ever witnessed actually just recently jack zion and then put out that video and that barley grind that jack did on the kink reel is one of the gnarliest things i witnessed as of recently that was crazy that was nuts yeah it just didn't make any sense yeah i need sorry to barge your uh, rapid fire just need to put out another psa jack olson criminally underrated he was at am getting paid again this year one of my favorites to watch fucking switch god shout out to you come on the show anytime best trick you've done that wasn't caught on film it was a long long time ago but i worked my ass off to do this like bump to 5-0 on this windowsill and the photo got ran but no one was there filming it the day before someone was but then we went and tried to get it and yeah no one was there filming but i ended up doing it so photo got ran damn street cred yeah what's the one trick that got away i used to try to do like i mean it was one of the things on king of the road one year but i came close to doing like the fakie 540 down a set damn. like like half cap back three and i was like sticking them but yeah i never got that one just recently i was like damn i should probably try to like bring that one back because they have something in the back of your mind you're like fuck if i would have done that <laughs> i'd be fucking turnt some chris Damn. cold things what's the last new trick you learned just recently just doing on flat bars fakie 50 pop out fakie flip that was probably the last one i was stoked on sick damn yo the big rig getting tech yo <laughs> <laughs> if you never started skating what would you be doing yeah i probably would have just kept playing sports and yeah i don't know probably would have like went to college and just had didn't if sports didn't work out probably just have a normal job i don't know might have been a next tight end in the nfl eh? yeah you never know there's so many players like that i swear that it's like just a family there's just all into one sport you're like holy mm-hmm. shit might be on our fantasy teams <laughs> god knows i could use a tight end <laughs> what's your favorite way d clip the inward heel on that over the wall three brick three block spot turn up favorite local brand Seemed like a grizzly grip kind of guy. <laughs> yeah. <that, laughs> <laughs> nah, me and T Pose got too much beef. <laughs> no, I like what uh, all those guys do down, like at Sockadelic and everything like that. And Colin's new company is pretty funny. Like that, the wasted one, they just make like boxer briefs and stuff like that, swim trunks. Dope. Sick. Favorite local skater? When I lived in Arizona, this, this kid Kevin Braun. But now he lived like up in SF and he gets like Santa Cruz boards, but he was my favorite local skater. Sick. Favorite teammate ever? I would say Jake Donnelly. Worst company? <laughs> I was saying, like, yeah, Arby's or like KFC or something. <laughs> yeah, I never read there. He just bury Arby's. Companies. Worst trend? Oh, body barrels. I hate them. I don't know what. <laughs> I don't know. I can dig that. But I like, the, I like you know, I love Jamie Foy. But, yeah, i just not a big, big fan of the body barrels and just everyone doing, like, the, the quick 180s and half cabs real quick. Yeah. They're just like, all right. <laughs> the manual body varials too yeah that i don't know what the hell it is yeah that's just unnecessary just do the trick there's a body varial that i saw that i actually really liked i don't usually oh, like yeah, them Cromer, but yeah brad cromer did one on that bump over bar and that was sick mm-hmm. i liked um divine calloway did a pop shove nose grind body varial and it's like the same motion as a pop shove nose grind revert but he just did it really clean that was pretty cool yeah that was it's funny we almost went to those ledges he did them on today we were down there that was and sick. we brought that trick up you were like oh yeah the pop show with nose grand body barrel. oh maybe i do like body barrels who knows <laughs> hey, you guys gotta just do them right he's been getting lines there since the city stars days yo so sick seriously worst style actually i was never a big fan of ben gilly style <laughs> of course i don't know why me and my, an me animal. And my friend ty used to me and my friend ty used to have like because we worked at a skate shop, so we was watching videos all day, and we had, like, a team, you know, it was, like, Team Wild Style, and, like, yeah, he was on the team, and, like, 
uh, Matt Field was on the team. Just <laughs> everyone who just skated like super wild, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ben, ben Gilly might not like his style, but we all definitely respect them. Oh yeah, big rail chomper back in. I mean, I loved all those parts, but I just you know wasn't that was a big fan of the style. <laughs> yeah, Res- mad respect for the skating though. Yeah, fucking five O L Toro. <laughs> God damn, dude. <laughs> Last person you want on the sesh? Someone else who's goofy footed who's gonna do all the tricks before me, <laughs> so like I shot or someone. <laughs> oh, so you're saying I should just cut that to I shot? <laughs> no, I just no, kidding. I love him on the sesh, but yeah, fucking hey, he's you just get to a spot and you're like, oh man, that my trick's gonna be shit compared to what he's doing, <laughs> and you're gonna make the spot look so much smaller. Yeah. You guys had a nice one two in the surveillance part. You cabbed over that huge rail and he did the switch front heel. It was fucking butter. Yeah, he showed up and just did the switch front heel like it was nothing. I was just over there pushing my ass off, eating shit, but he came out. <laughs> hey, cabs I'd say cabs a little gnarlier over a big rail. Switch front heel is easier to bunt. I'll go with that. I'll go with that too. <laughs> he, he respects that answer. Yeah. Yeah. All right, y'all. That's gonna wrap up our interview with Robbie. Man, thank you for uh spending some time with us. Oh, yeah, thanks for having me on the show. Yo, good luck rest of your fantasy season. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe if we have an opening you know, next year or vice versa, you know what I'm saying, we'll get a little uh, fucking fantasy beef popping. Oh, yeah. Join our own league. Yeah. All right, my man. Till next time. Definitely. All right, let's get into the post office brought to you by our good friends at Time Bomb Trading. And man, I am happy because this week we getting back to the Wade Desarmo Excel Slim Mid. S Footwear has been excited to announce the Wade Desarmo signature color of the infamous Excel Slim Mid. Wade D is a namesake in the skate game and is known for his flawless style on and off the board. My man is going to be remembered for years and years to come. And it's about damn time he got his name on his shoe because no one deserves it more than you. Shouts out to big bro Wade D. Make sure you head into your local shop worldwide and pick yours up today. You've got mail. All right, first up, we got an email from Club Level Access. Subject, worst style. Boys, I just want to hear a rapid fire from you both. I specifically want to hear them shots to worst style question. Been a listener since day one. Good job, boys. Have a good one. Well, we appreciate you listening from day one. I'll tell you that. Real talk. I think we've already answered this a couple times, though, and we ain't got time for a full rapid fire. So let's just give the homie club level access. Wear style. Give him what he wants, man. Who you got? I'm going to say two because I tried to give you one to use and you didn't want to, and I feel like this name also needs to be heard. Anyone who skates with a toothpick is definitely on the list. Cody Mack. You're not Razor Ramon, man. This is not the WWF, so you should probably get rid of that. Real shit, real shit. And then, say easy one, Mickey Papa, man. Mini Vin Diesel look alike. It's not digging it. Can I say Mickey Papa too? And uh, mine was Guy Kempfin. <laughs> really throwing rocks here. All right, next up, we got an email from Papa Joe 666. What's Gucci in the coochie, y'all? First of all, I want to give a shout out to the ghost shaky ass hairline and Donald's weird ass voice. It's all love. Coming from the dustiest town in Canada, you guessed it, Winnipeg. Just wanted to know if y'all are sick of the stereotype the Canadians are so damn nice all the time. I mean, that'd be tight if it was true. I just think it's corny when professional comedians say the same shit about Canada over and over again. Truly your boy, Pop Joe Trip Six. Uh, I'm, I'm down with that stereotype. It works well traveling and in this day and age, man, it's nice to be up here in Canada where it's at least people are level-headed, you feel me? Uh, yeah, being Canadian on the road, you know what I'm saying, in Europe and shit like that, it's a good look for sure. People let their guards down, you know what I'm saying? You're just one of the people. You're just that friendly foreign dude all of a sudden. It's good vibes, yo. Canadian. Yeah, keep spreading that uh, stereotype. I'm all for it. All right, next up, we got an email from Jefferson Hall. Yo, it's JC, my G's. Just started a fantasy league with a few other friends. It's a six-man league, so everyone's team is pretty stacked. Let me hear y'all opinions on my team. Where am I slacking? Where am I macking? Well, first of all, Reggie, 
You're macking everywhere. You know this. We, what, what advice are we going to give to this team? Yeah, I hate to say it, but you need at least 10 people for to have a half-decent fantasy team. Like, if everyone's a stud, that's not even really fun. You need to go deeper into the uh, into the league into and the into, abyss. into the waiver wires. You know what I'm saying? Like, your worst player on your team is, like, Brogdon or Danilo Gallinari. Or, I don't know. This shit's just too stacked, man. Like, if you see some of the guys on the end of our benches in a 12-team competitive league, you'll under... Oh, you got Derrick Rose. First of all, get rid of him. <laughs> Look into, like... John Collins, rookie power forward on the Hawks, or I don't know. It's too hard to give you tips because we can't see your waiver wire, but your, te- your team looks blessed. I'll the tell you advice that. is to just get more guys in the fantasy league. It's going to make it more fun. Yeah, I'd say 12 is ideal and 10 Ten's is still fine. great. Yeah, but good luck, brother. Give us an update uh, around playoff time. All right, next up, we got an email from Nick, subject Eagles Love. What's good, my dogs? Coming at you from the Texas Panhandle, and I gotta ask, you guys never bring up my number one Philadelphia Eagles. Thoughts on Carson Wentz and how we're looking this season? Thanks for the podcast. Keeps my long days as a FedEx driver more entertaining. My dog, I absolutely love the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm a proud owner of Carson Wentz in a keeper fantasy league, (laughs) and I couldn't be prouder, man. I actually couldn't be prouder of the guy. He's actually out there killing it. There's no one star on the team doing it by committee. Little Alshon Jeffrey even got Nelson Aguilar making some catches. Never thought it was possible. Thought his hands are just as bad as Cody Brown's. And <laughs> that's all I can say, man. I'm very hyped for the Eagles. And don't forget the one, the only Zach Ertz making it happen. Model of consistency these days. But yeah, Carson Wentz, they barely have a run game. And this man's just throwing bombs left, right, and center. Much respect, and we're both fans for sure. I can keep his feet moving, man, that's for sure. Got a big game going Monday night. This will already be out, but it's Captain Kirk versus Carson Wentz. Very excited to watch that one. I cannot wait. I, I find them kind of similar, or at least what they're doing this year. They're both spreading the ball. They don't have, mm-hmm. like, a number one option who's just dominating. Unpredictable. I think it's going to be a shootout. I got Kirk Cousins on my team. I mean, I already locked up my matchup, but let's go, baby. <laughs> I hate to say it, but I think Washington wins. Slightly better running game, I think. And From who? Who? If Rob Kelly's back. Oh, oh, now you're a fan of Rob Kelly? That's some bullshit, yo. They what? don't got no better running game. Actually, than- yeah, they're both trash running yeah. games. Let me take that back. No, Chris Thompson's been playing yeah, fucking out of his mind. Yeah, he's a pass catcher. We got LeGarrette Blunt co, man. It's, it's nothing special. Smallwood might Thompson's not even play. He's a wide receiver, man. He, he ain't running It's nothing. better to have Smallwood than Nowood. <laughs> We've heard that before. <laughs> I just think uh, Captain Kirk, he's a prideful dude. And I don't think he's trying to lose to this uh, up-and-coming young Dougie who's kind of similar. He's going to show who's the top dog in this motherfucker. All right, y'all. It's time for the rundown, the skateboard world source for sports. This week, it's going to be a little of the same. Some buying and selling, our new favorite. We're going to hit you with a little bit of NBA week one. Super excited to see some new teams out there. The Houston Rockets, the OKC Thunder, and uh, the new look Toronto Raptors even, man. So uh, let's get it popping. All right, let's start it off in the NBA. And it was a horrendous week one for injuries. And it all started just a couple minutes into the first game of the season. Gordon Hayward went down with probably one of the most gruesome things I've ever seen on TV. I mean, that shit happens in the NFL every week, but you don't see it in the NBA. And uh, that was a sight to be held. What does this do to the Celtics, man? They still going to be favored in the East or no? Well, just last week, I came in saying they were going to be the number two, or I said number one seed. Clearly, that ain't going to happen anymore, but the East is so weak. Definitely still going to make the playoffs. Probably be closer to a seven, six kind of seed kind of thing. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Terry Rozier, Marcus Smart. It's time for y'all to step your game up. And the only silver lining to this is that those four guys are going to be way further along in their development. So next year, hopefully we get a 100% Gordon Hayward back and uh, the Celtics are a real threat. But yeah, it's really sad. The Cavs are looking like, you know, it's a wide open path Mm -hmm. to the finals again. But my prediction that the Wizards were going to face them in the conference finals is looking real good, real nice. 
And uh, it's up to the Raptors now to do something about it. Yeah, dig? I'm not convinced about the Raptors. But, man, this one, I mean, people get hurt in pro sports all the time. But this one, actually, it just made you feel sad, you oh, know? big time. He deserved him and Him and Kyrie looked like they were going to do something special. And uh, another one, another bad one, season ending. Jeremy Lin. This guy can't catch a break, man. Maybe he needs to stick with one hairdo. <laughs> Focus on that. But it's a rough one, man. When the guy's yelling, I'm done, I'm done, as soon as it happens, you, you know it's nothing good. Broke his patellar tendon, yeah. something like that. Also, game one for the Nets. Last year, he barely played because they were being overly cautious because they, they gave up on last season and wanted to have him 100% this year. Another unfortunate season ender. And man, it's just a bummer. Like they fucking stretch the season out so there's less back to back so that there's less injuries and it's just been a brutal week one in the NBA. Some other injuries this week. CP3 went down. He's out for about a month. His old ass. Poor bastard. Might have to smell that $200 million extension goodbye forever. Might have been a terrible decision to not pick that up with the Clippers but best of luck oh he's getting paid somewhere he's I'm getting paid but that. i don't know about that 200 million man like he didn't even get hurt and he one game in he was benched for the last few minutes in that barn burner against the warriors that they won he wasn't even on the court Can we talk about that game for one sec <laughs> how sweet it is to see those bastards cheering like they won something kd's <laughs> long ass fingers all over the ball draped all over the ball not today not today it's the beards time man you know they're one and two, eh? The Grizzlies beat them down last night. <laughs> oh, my. That, I saw Steph freaking out again, throwing his mouth guard. KD, you see him point to the fans like I got a ring. Like, oh, nothing makes me more sick than those guys, man. <laughs> I used to love Steph and Clay and Draymond, but that, oh, God damn. It's so funny hearing your anger. It's exactly how I feel about LeBron and all things He's Cavs related. He's just a kook, man. Like, what are you doing? He is kind of kooky. It's unfortunate because I'm a KD fan. But um, his tattoos, like, just all it's perfect fit. <laughs> Nikola Mirotic got punched in the face by his teammate Bobby Portis in practice. He's going to be out for a few weeks, and Portis is suspended for eight games, which uh, doesn't help the outlook of probably the worst team in the NBA. Bet for whoever's playing against Chicago. Moral of this story. Oh, yeah. If you're, if you're into gambling and let's spreads go, definitely let's, bet against the bulls yeah let's go jalen rose for one second try and go behind the scenes and predict what really went down why do you knock him out man is he hitting on wifey owes him some money <laughs> what's it gonna be well no i actually heard on jalen's pod that Miratik was the aggressor and i guess portis just snapped and clocked him in the face uh-huh. and they both play the same position it was hilarious because i saw a meme and it was Bobby Portis has like these huge alien eyes and he has like this crazy face and he's all hyped and it's just his face looking all alienish, and it's like I'm the starting power forward now <laughs> oh that's from the movie man I'm the captain now what is yeah that, but then he, he got captain his ass Jack suspended or something yeah yeah so now they're both dust and uh marking in that rookie oh, is putting in man. work so if you're in fantasy look to pick him up all right, before we move on to the NFL, one more little bit of uh, NBA news. I think everyone's been waiting for this. The breakout season for Giannis, turning himself into a likely MVP, and uh, he started it off right. The man's like 22 or 23. It's just scary. He put in hella work. He didn't play for Greeks national team this summer, and it's, it's looking like it paid off. He's stuck in the gym. He put on some weight. The man came out, dropped 34 points. 37 points and 44 points in his first three games they're two and one and he's looking like an absolute beast against portland last night in the last 30 seconds they're down by one he gets a steal on on my man cj mccollum goes coast to coast dunks it go up by one and then a game winning block on nurkic in the paint he's scary if we're picking early mvps i'm looking like a genius no, you're not. It's a lot of people picked him to be MVP. <laughs> Genius, he calls himself. All right. Yeah, Giannis, keep doing you, man. I'm enjoying the show. We're all going to keep a close eye on you. Let's slide over to the NFL. The new segment, buying and selling, quickly becoming a staple in the Bunce portfolio. <laughs> We're going to start it off with the two-headed running back monster they have going on over there for the minnesota vikings who's it gonna be man you sticking with jarek mckinnon or latavius murray fuck this week 
Murray went off. His ankle is looking like it's healed these days. He made it happen. He got the TD. He got the yards. Jarek got, you know, 57 yards or some shit. I'm chilling. <laughs> but uh, I hope it's not. A, I hope. Fuck. I don't know. It's hard. The scariest thing is if it's going to go back and forth like this. I think it's going to go back and forth. But I'm, I'm happy sticking with my pass catching McKinnon for now. I'd also go with Jarek McKinnon. I'm the owner of Murray. And uh, mess that one up. <laughs> Next, we're going to slide down to the Oakland Raiders. It was just rain and yards and TDs on Thursday night football. And at the center of it all, Amari Cooper. I know you would have liked to see a couple more passes go over there, the crab apples. But Cooper was the star of the show. You buying or selling this breakout performance? I'm buying. That man drops a lot of passes, though. That was crazy. He could have he gone for like 300 yards if he didn't drop like four passes. That was beast. Obviously, you can't expect that consistently. But Derek Carr finally looked like himself. And uh, Amari did, too. The deadly duo's back. Just make sure you save some love for uh, Michael Crabtree because he's on my team. <laughs> I'm buying too. You can just tell once the ball is in the man's hands, he's an athlete. He's going to beat you on your routes. He's going to get open. Just needs to uh, haul at Dwight Howard for some stick em in those gloves, you know? <laughs> Next, we're going to go with Zeke Elliott. Not performance-based, but pending suspension. Whether it's going to happen or not, Zeke just had himself a hell of a game, and we actually have no idea what's going to go on with this legal case. Would you buy him if you didn't have him? Try and get on top of an owner who is uh, a little worried. Maybe they're going to need to be winning coming up, or are you selling if you got him? That's such a tough one, but I think it depends. If you can buy him for cheap, buy him. Don't give up like one of your main pieces. If your Zeke owner's in last place, like Ants won in our league, maybe you try and lowball him but i'm not giving up a main piece for zeke couple bench pieces yeah and then if you own him i'm definitely selling him trying to get back as much as i can because i think he's still gonna get suspended i just don't know when there would be nothing worse than to make it all the way to the playoffs and then you lose him for uh 12 or 10 to 16 Woo. Oh, smell yeah. you buddy all right next up i know we talked about it last week but I, I just need to put some more respect on the name. The Jacksonville defense is actually insane. They're making they keeping Blake Bortles employed, essentially. <laughs> I hate Blake Bortles. Hated him since day one. And uh, he's still in the league for some reason, but it's all because of the defense, man. Shouts out to Jacksonville D. I think we're in uh, the same boat on this. It's buy him because defense can win you a fantasy matchup any week it's pissing me off it's keeping simon in first place todd Gurley, fucking <laughs> he's got a dot jones in the building yeah god damn it beefing backwards is rolling in our fantasy week and uh before we wrap it up just want to shout out one team the los angeles chargers are moving i need philip rivers to get his old ass in the playoffs before it's too late started 0-4 they've won three in a row shouts out to the la chargers one quick other shout out shout out to russell westbrook and the new look thunder he got a triple double in his first game i think he only took 12 shots he let Melo and paul george get theirs and uh i know they lost the last game and we're watching them play the timberwolves right now but like i said before the season started it'll be bumpy but once they figure it out the rest of the league better fucking be on notice he's showing he's got some teammate in him man and I think we might have forgotten that last year just because he had no teammates. Yeah. But it's a little different this year. So he's he's maturing, you know. Watching him pass to Melo and Paul George, it's just a whole different look. Like he he drops the ball off to them and gives them he, space. He's confident that they're gonna bang their open shots. Last year was a disaster. Westbrook fucking single handedly took them to the playoffs. It's gonna be a, a good one. I think those guys are gonna have a lot of fun. And I'm excited to watch them this year. Is that it, dog? Is That's that a wrap? That's a rapidy wrap. Oh, we wrapping up. All right, y'all. Thank you very much for listening. Big shouts to Grand Trading, Time Bomb, Brixton, and as always, the number one shoe in skateboarding, Vans, baby. Catch y'all next week. Steam whistle. Let's get it. Yeah.